Okay, and welcome again to the Old Health, Heart Health podcast. My name is Joe. Joined here again with Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Uh, here on uh, November 19th, 2009, podcast 26. Once again, for any show notes and support materials, please visit us at odahealth.com forward slash blog forward slash podcasts. Uh, today's show, we're going to take a little look back at last week's challenge and look at uh, some of the food additives we get in our foods. Um, take a little brief look at, at um, some of the issues that surround not only our food additives and some of the negative issues that could happen with toxicity, but really more of the issue of what happens as far as not getting real food in. And then we're going to take another step here. This is kind of a next step for us in the podcast. We're doing a little bit of a shift. It's going to be a lot of the same stuff, but in a little bit different format. And we're also going to have a little bit different approach to the weekly challenge. And so we're going to take a look at that today. Uh, we're going to take a little bit of a uh, look at where we're at right now and where we want to go. Uh, so here we go with today's podcast. Joe, I just wanted to jump right in and and just mention some things I was aware of this week with food additives and um, has to do with my little sweet granddaughter. She's two years old and she's coming to visit me this weekend. Uh, excellent. So of course, I was just shopping, you know, trying to get some things I thought in the house that she might like to eat. Right. And of course, one thing that children love are those little uh, fruit snacks. Oh, yeah, right. They yep. pop in their mouth. Yeah, it yeah. It's like so hard to find a fruit snack that it could be 100% juice, right. but it has other ingredients that are fruit additives. Right. It's just not healthy for children. Well, to find anything with any fruit in it, it would be a, that's a challenge in itself. Isn't it yeah, right. It's called it's, fruit snack. You'd think it'd be a fruit snack. Exactly. <laughs> so, and I was looking for juice boxes and just, it's really, really hard to find. Right. Yeah, it is amazing that when we market to our youngest crowd, our most vulnerable mm-hmm. crowd, our most vulnerable population, that we actually just bombard them with tons of stuff that just and is sugar, not. Sugar, oh sugar. gosh, it's just it's crazy, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, so I did a little bit of evaluation myself, taking a look at some of the uh, things that were in my house, and um, you know, once again, I saw a lot of you know some of the condiments that we had in our house. Mm-hmm. Definitely had some of those filler type ingredients, um, you know, some of the dips and those type of things. Uh, so those are some of the things we really need to look out for um, as far as what we have in the house. And I really wanted to take a little bit of time once again to cover one other issue. And I know some mm-hmm. people have heard about this issue and and kind of how to evaluate food, but you know, a lot of once again marketing terms and and things are thrown at us, and they're made to help make us think that things are healthier. But in the end, we really have to, once again, evaluate, go right to the label and say, what's actually in this? And so a lot of times we're marketed with low fat or low calorie or low this or low that. Um, So it... and those things actually sound enticing, especially for yeah. those that have heart heart issues, uh, those that are trying to be on a low cholesterol diet, um, trying to decrease the fat in their diet, mm-hmm. really look to that label and say, okay, I want more low-fat foods. Right. But the problem becomes is a lot of those foods that they have labeled as low-fat, they're actually taking out some ingredients that probably have some nutritional value mm-hmm. and replacing them with ingredients that really are void of nutrition. And so we're taking out real food items and replacing them with non-food items. Mm-hmm. Now, in the label, in some ways in our mind, it can make us feel better like, oh, I'm eating something lower exactly. fat. But are we eating food? That's mm-hmm. the real difference. And that's a lot of what we think. I think we continue to evaluate here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something that we, we continue to look at and say, how much real food can I eat? Uh, because that's really what's more important is how much food am I eating? Uh, not necessarily how can I manipulate all these little 
you know, fats and carbs and proteins because at the end of the day, there's really only those three things, fat, carb, and protein. And we have to get some, you know, it's like people are avoiding carbs and they're avoiding mm-hmm. fats. Well, I mean, what, what's, you know, what's next? So, um, yeah, so I, I would say, you know, just encourage once again, people to look at food as food. Uh, you know, we talk about fruit snacks yes. and some of these different things. Uh, you know, is it what they're saying it is? Let's look right to that label, find out what else right. is in there. You know, some of those additives are somewhat benign. Some of them, though, you know, wanna, you want to watch out for. Some of the colorings uh, that are in our food yeah. uh, can definitely have negative effects. Um, you know, some of the, uh, the artificial sweeteners can have negative effects. So mm-hmm. we want to be a, on the lookout for some of those things and, and be aware of those. And uh, I, I like what you said, Joe, too, because um, so many times uh, – the, what you see first is their their marketing, uh, like right. low fat or low sodium, and then we think right away we want to pick it up and just say, hey, this this is probably healthy for me. Right. But going deeper and looking at the ingredient label, looking at the nutritional facts panel, and trying to determine for ourselves really is it food. Right. Yeah, and, it, and it's different than walking through the produce department where we see it, we know what it is. When it's in the package, we don't know. We can we. And I think there's there's like this romantic idea that yes. whatever I see on the package is what I'm getting. What but getting. yeah, you really need to look a little deeper. So that's really good, really good advice. Um, so I hope that's helpful. Uh, some really good information there. Uh, we'll once again we'll talk about this issue again. Uh, but uh, moving on to this next week's challenge, uh, and this for us is really a, um, kind of a turning point. We've spent a lot of time in awareness. Uh, we've also spent some time taking some action and trying some things out and, and, and really trying to say, okay, let me avoid this or do more of this. Uh, so we've spent some of that time, but really we want to take a turn from here. Uh, and if this is your first time listening to the podcast, we really invite you to go back and look at some of the, the old podcasts where we really raised awareness on a lot of issues. Uh, but what right now we're taking a little bit of a turning point and saying, okay, we can see some of those issues. We can see that we're not eating as much food as we should be. Mm-hmm. We see that we're eating uh, a lot more processed foods. We're being sedentary. We're doing a lot of these things that can have negative effects on our health. Um, and we, we, we're more aware of that now. But now we're looking to make a change. We're looking to, to shift over a little bit to making uh, more of a sp- significant difference, more of a specific difference. So we want to look at our diet. We want to look at our lifestyle patterns. We want to say, okay, let's start to make some small step-by-step changes Mm -hmm. to move us in a really positive direction. So what we want to do this week, this week's uh, challenge is going to be a little different. We're going to spend the week evaluating where we're at and where we want to go, Uh, which means we're going to spend some time counting the cost Mm -hmm. of if I want to do something new, if I want to make a change, if I really want to make a significant change, I want to go from point A to point B. I probably, to get something, I probably need to give something up. And so we want to start looking at that this week. You know, start looking at day by day, meal by meal, um, activity by activity. Mm-hmm. What can I give up to gain really what I want? And, and Joe, it's real, really a consideration of each individual's, um, uh, their decision and their thought process as to really how much do I want to make these changes? Is it really that meaningful to me? You right. Know, we all want to do better as far as uh, longevity and health and but does is it are we really serious about it? And so that that's part of the evaluation. I think that's necessary. Right. Yeah. I think part of it as well is looking at today. Where am I at? And just really taking a good look in the mirror and saying, okay, let me be honest with myself about where I'm at with my health. 
You know, let me take some real honest looks into to my diet, into my lifestyle, into my activity levels. Yeah. Let me take a real look and say, okay, where am I at? And then if I continue on with the pattern I'm on, where will I end up is really the question. What At that point, what will I end up with if I continue on the same path? And so um, it's, it's hard. This is not going to be an easy week, I think, for, um, for myself even, um, for the, our listeners. I, I think it, it can be difficult to take a look like this. But if we really want to say, okay, I know um, I want things to change, but I don't always know how to change or why to right. change or some of those things. Uh, I Where think, to start. Yeah, I think evaluation is really a good step. Now knowing some of the things we know, we've visited some of these t- topics in the podcast. Um, we're going to visit a little bit more today. We're going to talk a little bit more about the why. Mm-hmm. Why should we look at change? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's, really, what's really at the core of this uh, and what can we do about it? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it, um, we've, we're pretty sure you've heard a lot of the bad news about the American diet and lifestyle. We, we visited some of that here, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and just the fact that more than a third of Americans are obese, um, you know, less than or only 3% of Americans are adhering to f- the four healthy lifestyle um, patterns um, that are important for overall health. You know, so there's just so many of these different issues that we're, we're becoming more aware of and saying, okay, something definitely is broken about this. You know, That's we know right. that in the medical system uh-huh. as well. We're visiting that and saying, okay, something's broken here. Um, you know, as far as our diet goes, uh, looked at a really good article here. Um, this is a look at the net, the nutritional, um, intakes of, of Americans. And this is really the national health and nutrition examination surveys mm-hmm. uh, that's done on a regular basis, just to kind of get a gauge of where, we're, where are we as a, as a culture. Uh, and this one was really shocking to me. This one really speaks to the, the downturn of our diet and where it's gone. And so now um, looking and evaluating this, uh, we realize now that a third of our calories is coming from junk food. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I mean, food that's just laden with with processed fats and sugars and refined flours and, um, you know, all these food additives and different um, food ingredients that really are not benefiting our body and they're just devoid of nutrients. So a third of our diet really being just really devoid of nutrients in a lot of ways. Um, so, you know, the top of the list here of what we eat, 12%, 12.3% of our energy or our calories that we take in come from sweets and desserts. So we're putting the cart before the horse. It's kind of like, you know, back in the day, your mom said, don't eat, you know, you can't eat dessert before dinner. Well, we're eating right. dessert at dinner. We're eating dessert at lunch. And then, dinner. yeah, and then after dinner, you know, so we're, we're, we've incorporated that as a regular part of every part of our life. And that's not even talking about some of the stuff that we'll talk about later that we would call sweets, you know, that are really having more sugar in them and they're considered normal. They're considered maybe in a a different category here. Um, And so it seems to me like these types of statistics you're talking about, Joe, are directly linked to the increase in diabetes and heart disease and obesity in our society. Right, yeah, and these things continue to increase. Mm -hmm. You know, we're, we're seeing we're not moving in a positive direction in most of these areas, especially something like soft drinks. Uh, which has just increased over and over again, um, is now 7% of the, the calories we eat on a daily basis. And so when we look at things like this, um, there's so many things wrapped up to this. And the fact that we're not getting the nutrients we need, we're getting too much sugar, and we're getting sugar in a form that's going to get in our body too quickly and cause all kinds of negative right. issues in our body. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we continue to look at these things and, and realize that uh, we're not doing the right things. We're really not making the right decisions, and there doesn't seem to be a turning point in sight. 
And this is really sad when I think about the next generation. Right. You know, we, we talked yeah. about that a little bit, especially the foods that are geared towards the next generation. Right. The diet they seem to be eating, they're drinking more pop than oh, we ever did, and, and they're doing yeah. a lot of these different things now. Now I mean, there's it's energy kind of drinks. Replaced water for yeah, some people. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, we're not we're not changing and moving in a positive direction. So that means that there'll be more obesity. I saw some stats on this that you know the the percentages are just going to mm-hmm. continue to increase within a very short time here. Um, a really interesting article I found this week came from uh, WebMD. Is, is where I found it at, and it um, you know the the title of the article is Boomer, Boomers Doom to Disability: Bad Sign for Baby Boomers, Disability on the Rise for Americans in Their 60s. And so this is really um, once again some shocking information that just has come up about how quickly we're moving the wrong direction. And so this is comparing in, uh, information that um, originally was taken uh, in the late 80s, early 90s, mm-hmm. and then taken again, again in uh, ni- 1999 to 2004. So a 10-year difference in period. Yeah. Um, within that 10 years, uh, 70% uh, of the people were more likely in, in their 60s, 70% were more likely to have difficulty walking from room to room, getting in and out of bed, and eating or, or dressing. <laughs> yeah, 70% increase. Yeah. Just within 10 years, years. Uh, 70% more likely to, to have difficulty doing chores and preparing meals and managing money. You know, some very basic things. Mm-hmm. We're seeing more people having more and more of a problem with this, and it's just getting worse faster. So I think all this together, this is kind of the doom and gloom message. But at the same time, we have to take a real, realistic view. Like we talked about looking in the mirror and saying, where are we at? We have to look at that before we can ever, ever really think about making any changes. That's right, Joe. Um, I'm, I'm among those baby boomers, and uh, that's a really frightening statistics for yeah. me. And um, I know that this article uh, mentioned that m- possible reason for this is because of the rise in obesity in the right. last 10 years. Right. And so if you're having a rise in obesity, then some of these things are more likely to happen, these statistics. So it does make sense. And it really is a call for us to change. Yeah. I think that's the, the good news is that, that mm-hmm. we can change. Um, and there, there is real possibility for change, especially uh, as we move forward with this podcast. We're going to continue to look at this. And I think the first thing to realize is just the body is so resilient. I don't care where you're at in your walk. I don't care where you're at in your journey. Uh, you know, you can make small changes, and they can have a really significant difference because the body is built that way. The body is built to be able to come back. Now, yeah. if you've had 40 years of bad diet and lifestyle, you can't expect that one week or one month is really going to change right. that. But you know, within a year, yeah. you make some really significant changes. You will be surprised at all the things that will come about. Come of it. You know, more energy, uh, mm-hmm. lose weight. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, decrease your risk for disease. Um, and so that's really, uh, you know, for as much damage as we've done to our bodies, mm-hmm. it's amazing how quickly they want to rebound comparatively to how much we've just just thrown our, our, our health away. And so, uh, you know, I think just even looking forward to this next year, I'm really excited it's to get started exciting. with some of these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, for ourselves mapped out the next year of changes that we'd like to see happen in our own lives. Right. We'd like to see happen in the lives of our listeners. Uh, so we're going to move forward with that. And um, we're really excited to start to to get into some of these changes. 
and they're going to be week by week, going to be small steps. Uh, we've 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 mapped it out so that we start with the easier stuff first and move our way into more complex stuff. And even for some of the steps, we're going to take it a step by step process. So we're not going to ask you to change overnight. We're going to take you, um, you know, one week we'll try to to get you to maybe drink more water, and then we'll re- revisit that again and try to get you a little bit further in that journey. Uh, you know, we'll break each component down so that you can have it uh, in a step-by-step process. Um, but once again, for this week, before we get started with any of that, mm-hmm. before we even get into that, we want you to take some time to evaluate. Uh, we feel like we've done some of this. Right. We were talking about that, Joe. We we have kind of evaluated evaluated we, where we are personally, what we'd like to see happen right. in this next year. And we've also done it. Um, you know, for Nutrim for Life and for the um, whole year of working with um, our membership. And yes, right. And we've kind of had to, you know, write some things down on paper, and we're encouraging everyone to kind of really think about where they're at and where they want to go. Yeah, I think that that can be a powerful step for some people to write it down. Um, you know, I'm not the biggest journal, journal in the world, but uh, we did that. We, we actually did some of this. We, we wrote this down. We kind of really looked at where are we at today, you know, we look at some of these nutritional facts and some of the things that we're looking at obesity and, and some of the physical activity that we're lacking. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can look at all that together and really get a good picture of where we're at. And then on top of that, say, OK, we're here, but where can we go? So we did that. We, we did some time. I wouldn't call it journaling necessarily, but we really yeah. spent some time That's writing right. down on paper, mm-hmm. getting out, you know, what what are some of our goals for ourselves? Uh, what can be some of our goals for for um, for our listeners? So. Uh, we're really excited to do that. I think even if you incorporate a smaller percentage of what we're talking about in starting some of this stuff, um, it can really make a big difference. And I hope that by taking this step-by-step process, we can help you build a foundation that really can last and can help you make permanent change for yourself. So that's our show for today. Uh, once again, for any show notes and support materials, visit us at www.oathealth.com forward slash podcast. And for those that are in the Nutrient for Life program, stay tuned. We're going to continue on with the show, go a little more depth in in these issues, and uh, get you going with some good information.